The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 12th chapter. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to, to meet him was that they heard the was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. The stage was being set. At the very outset of his term in office, Pontius Pilate showed the Jews that he would support relentlessly the principle of Roman sovereignty and supremacy. As a result, he moved his quarters into Jerusalem as a show of force and power. Pilate had experienced a couple of encounters with the Jews, which led to violence. Pontius liked his living quarters in the Mediterranean, in Caesarea, where there was the coastal breeze and beautiful scenery. But for high feasts, such as the Passover, Pilate had to gather his soldiers and entourage and make the trek from the coast to his barracks in Jerusalem, something he really detested. But he knew that there were Jewish zealots who were bent on violence and insurrection, and he knew they would be present and active on this feast. It had all the makings of a tumultuous scene. The Passover was a mandatory feast. Jews and pilgrims from all around the surrounding regions were to make their way into the holy city. The priests customarily would chant, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, as a ritual blessing of the pilgrims entering Jerusalem. Tensions were high. The palms were a sign of an old Jewish nationalism. This Jewish nationalism and messianic hope of an earthly kingdom to grant victory were floating in the minds of many. The world was raging. Anger, bitterness, and political conspiracy were all afoot. It is the way of sinful humanity that truth and holiness get distorted. When people are encircled by sin and worldly machinations, it is difficult to see the deeper sides of holiness and truth. 
Hebrews chapter 12 exhorts the church to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And the Greek indicates the nature of that ensnaring sin. It is a constricting sin that encircles us and traps us. It is this original sin that obstructs our view of God, holiness, and everything good. It distorts love and changes our own understanding of life and how we deal with evil. How often have we dealt violently with others? How often have we misunderstood Jesus and viewed him as our earthly prosperity king to make our lives easier here? How often have we used evil means to deal with evil? This ensnaring sin was prominent that day. Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead was also getting into the ears of everyone. The people saw Jesus as an earthly Messiah to grant them victory, hoping to pave the way for an earthly powerhouse. Jesus then makes his way into the holy city. Everyone wanted to see this Savior and make him theirs. The words of blessing are turned to him. Hosanna! The people saw one thing. Earthly domination and Jesus as a military king, a bread king. They saw power, domination, And so, Jesus responds by getting on a young donkey to ride into Jerusalem. Such a dissonant picture. A crowd with power and bloodshed on their minds, and the Holy One of God riding calmly on a young donkey. Not the sort of picture a military commander would convey. It is a sign of humility and meekness. It preaches a slowness, a quiet and peaceful word amid an angry generation. It paints a picture of a gentle Savior who teaches amid the rage of demons. He rides into a city of demons. Jesus rides in reminding us of a familiar image from the Old Testament. As we know, King David was a man of war, and it was for this reason that God would not allow David to build the temple. Instead, it would be his son Solomon who would build that temple. Solomon, meaning man of peace, would be anointed king. While Solomon's enemies were feasting and plotting military conquest, King David ordered that Solomon be put on the king's mule and be anointed king. The crowd cheered with great joy, and the man of peace would ride into the holy city as king. So Jesus rides in humbly on a young donkey. The dissonant themes are striking. The misunderstanding couldn't be any greater 
And then we hear St. Paul's commentary to the Corinthians, and we realize it is right on point. 2 Corinthians 10, Paul says, I, Paul, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. Palm Sunday preaches one thing. Jesus rides into chaos and evil gently, in peace. He alone rides into the deep recesses of evil's dark spite. The people will soon exchange shouts of Hosanna with shouts of crucify him. It is our human tendency to battle evil with swords and venom. It is in our nature that when we are wrong, we turn and fight. But it is by the meekness and gentleness of Jesus that evil is crushed. Jesus has a way of dealing with your sin, your pain, your deepest yearning for love, goodness, and mercy. It comes not in a harsh word, but in peace, hope, and absolution. When evil rages, Jesus dispels it with words of benediction and hope. And we turn in prayer and look up to Jesus, who rode in peacefully to shed his blood for the sins of the world. When anger and chaos circle the church, peace of baptism defines us. Palm Sunday teaches us about the nature and the character of Christ and his church. Therefore, O Christian, draw near. Your life is painted in procession with the green of palms and the red of blood spilt. Your Lenten environment is colored in the shades of kingly purple and the yellow hues of morning dawn. The Savior of the nations makes his way into your lives this day. As you draw near to the Lord's altar, Jesus paints your lives with heaven's radiance. He doesn't come wielding a sword to make war. He gently comes to you. Your hopes, your dreams your deepest yearnings that evil will not win in this world, but love and mercy will prevail, come to you as the Savior processes into your midst. Your heartfelt cries and confessions that your sins will not destroy you are met by the coming of Jesus to touch you. As with Isaiah having the cold touch his lips to cleanse him, The body of Christ is placed upon your lips to cleanse and renew your life. With words of forgiveness, Jesus draws you to himself with the promise that soon it will all be finished. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.